Hello, and welcome back to the Cuse Conversations podcast. My name is John Boccasino, the communications specialist in Syracuse University's Office of Alumni Engagement. I'm also a 2003 graduate of the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications with a degree in broadcast journalism. I am so glad you found our podcast. Well, folks, today on the podcast, we are going to bring you some great tips and tricks for your career and advancing your career here with the Syracuse University Office of Alumni Engagement. We are being joined here on the podcast by a fellow alumna. Her name is Jenna Collins, got her graduate degree in 2019. She is currently the Associate Director of Alumni Professional Development and Outreach, and she's been a proud member of our team for several years now. Jenna, you are... When, when we talk about career services, you are the guru. You're the person that's connecting our alumni to resources to advance their career. Why is this a passionate topic for you? Thanks, John. Thanks, first of all, so much for having me. Um, career development, uh, professional development has been a passion of mine for a long time, coming from a background working with students and career services. But like you mentioned most recently in the Office of Alumni Engagement, where I oversee all of the programs, services, resources available to alumni related to their career and professional development. Um, that includes one-on-one appointments with, with myself as a, a career coach, also um, some virtual programming, virtual events. We've always been virtual even before the pandemic um, and obviously con- continuing so, um, as well as a, a, a library and a bank of resources on our website for alumni to utilize, whether it's a campus-wide resource available to all students and alumni or if it's something very special Um, offered to alumni at a discounted rate, um, things like that. We're working on expanding our partnerships in that area too. So um, the goal is really to help Syracuse alumni really continue to feel connected back to the university and leverage uh, their degree in a really career-driven way. We've always talked, and it would be really hard, Jenna, for you as one person to handle outreach for all 241,000 alumni around the world. So the virtual landscape really makes the most sense for these services out here. We've always prided ourselves with Syracuse, the strength of the alumni network. We both know what Orange can do, the power of Orange. And one of the cool tenants of career services has been Hire Orange. And we've recently went through some renovations with Hire Orange to improve uh, and facilitate this process of alumni getting career services help and feedback. How can you, in a nutshell, describe what the Hire Orange uh, initiative is all about? Absolutely. It's been near and dear to my heart for a long time. It actually started with our own Kim Infanti as well, creating the hashtag Hire Orange program through Twitter. Um, But really, it's evolved over the years, and we wanted to make sure that alumni had access to it regardless if they were on social media. So it's gone through a few iterations of a, a job board that alumni can utilize to search for and or post and share opportunities with their fellow uh Orange alumni and the Orange Network, the Greater Orange Network. And the, the most recent, very exciting push that we just did and creation that we just did was basically build our own job board, accessible right through our um, alumni website. 
and uh, features very special opportunities coming directly from alumni to alumni. The goal of this also was to make sure that the alum that was posting the position was including contact information. Um, it sits behind a login, so alumni will have to log into our community um, and get access that way so that they can see the contact information. But the goal is to help facilitate connections because of job opportunities, not just aggregate and, and source in a, a bunch of positions, but really help those people connect to one another. Um, so it's meant to serve all industries, all experience levels and backgrounds. Um, and it's a little bit different than what would typically be a student job board, just because it does focus on some of the more um, mid to senior level positions and not so much on the internship piece. So, um, but it's very special. It's now a very uh, user-friendly site. We had some issues with that on the old job board and it's beautifully designed by our tech team. Um, and it's really creating a place where alumni can, can share their positions at their companies where, that they're hiring, um, as well as make connections to opportunities when they're, when they're interested. So I'm really excited that it's finally live. Um, anyone can go there. You can post a position super easily with a, a short form that we have that you don't have to log in for. And then you can, uh, any alumni can log in and um, search the jobs. What would you say, Jenna, was the um, demand for this type of service? Because you mentioned it before, we loosely had like mentorship opportunities. We loosely had opportunities to search the jobs, but this is really a streamlined platform. Uh, and you're right. It's more, yeah, there's some entry level, but it's more mid to upper level career positions out there. So I guess what necessitated this in your mind, offering this to our alumni? I think in any job search, it's really overwhelming today. Anyone can go to an aggregated job board like an Indeed or a LinkedIn, do a keyword search for, you know, marketing jobs that they're interested in, blindly apply through these interwebs, these black holes, and who even knows um, if anyone is looking at it. And that's just not super effective. So, so with my job search hat on, my career development hat on, and, and all of the struggles that I've seen individuals face in their job search, I really think the most important part is being able to have a connection at a company that you're interested in and with a specific job that you're interested in. So the best network to come back to, and, and we know how vast and how strong the Orange Network is, is your alumni network. Why not leverage uh, um, people that are in hiring positions that are part of growing companies to post and share positions, especially for the alumni network. Now, if you go and find the same job on LinkedIn, you're probably not going to see it tied to a specific contact, but that's what Hire Orange does. Hire Orange is offering up that contact, whether or not they're on the hiring team and actually can can help you get hired or get interviewed. That's not the point, really just having get the opportunity to get that extra insight or extra inside connection at an organization is what it's all about. We don't guarantee that just because something is posted there and you're interested in it, that you're going to get interviewed or hired. It's just giving you that uh, competitive advantage really overall that you'll have a potential connection. It's a great resource. It's hireorange.syr.edu. You can go and search jobs that are posted out there. You can also post a job yourself. We know how much alumni, I get it all the time. It's awesome to hear people say that they search, like if someone contacts them on LinkedIn for a job opportunity, they see Syracuse associated with their education, they're more likely to respond this is unscientific, but it's based on anecdotes I've experienced uh, on the social net networking sites out there. People are going to respond to you because, again, everyone's gotten where they've gotten to in their careers 
through the help of that Syracuse network. So hireorange.syr.edu. It's an awesome resource. Bookmark it, check it frequently. There'll be great jobs that are posted and opportunities to hire and promote Syracuse University graduates. Jenna, it's so much more though than just the Hire Orange initiative. You know, we're talking about career services from basically the moment you walk on campus until you graduate and then all the way through your career. Syracuse University wants to be there to advance your career and help you achieve your career goals. And one of the coolest initiatives I feel that we've rolled out recently is Mission Collaborative. I'm not gonna steal your thunder. Tell us all about what Mission Collaborative is about and how it benefits our alumni. Yes, I'm very excited to partner with uh, Mission Collaborative. They have a great team. Um, it is an external resource. It's not. It's not something that we we offer here. That that's part of our internal programming. It's a partnership externally um, that with a with a career design fellowship program that has seen much success. Um, what it does, it really offers off us an opportunity to scale our resources because being one person for a large, 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 large alumni network can be challenging sometimes. Um, so this offer, offers an opportunity for alumni to. Uh, take the wheel, you know, and, and really become part of a design program, a career design program that will walk them through the entire process of um, reflection and, and understanding to job search to networking to all the key components of what goes into an, a, a successful career journey. Um, it's for anyone at any career level, and it's all virtual. So it's a four-week program um, where you'll be in a, a cohort of all Syracuse fellow Syracuse alumni. So it's, it's only the Orange Network in this cohort. Um, and I'll serve as an advisor alongside of it so that um, we can continue to engage um, and, and offer one-on-one -on -one support if needed. Um, and then also work alongside fellow alumni in small groups. So they'll be partnered depending on how many people sign up with anywhere from five to 15 people that will be kind of like an accountability group each week to make sure that they're continuing to follow the steps. Um, I've gone through the content. It's top notch. It's not anything that I wouldn't uh, suggest in a one-on-one -on -one appointment anyways. It just brings it to a, a cohort and an accountability group and a larger orange network um, rather than just working one-on-one -on -one with a coach. So, which is great. And that's still available. This just makes it a little bit more scalable. Um, and again, anyone is, um, has the opportunity to join in for that, for that four-week program that kicks off on February 6th. I love the fact, Jenna, that it's, again, marketed for any stage of your career. People can sign up for Mission Collaborative and take part in their resources. I also like the, the framing of it being uh, career development based on the principles of design thinking. Can you summarize that a little bit? What exactly it means to do this whole design thinking principle and how this is different? I know it's not one-on-one. -on -one. There's some aspects to that, but it's so much more than just the one-on-one -on -one coaching. Yeah, I think, um, first of all, when you're in group settings, being able to listen to others' experiences or others' ideas, sometimes it helps spark something in our own thought process for how we think about or approach our own career. Um, the, the design element of this is that it really requires you to think um, proactively about your career um, based on, like I said, self-reflection of where you've been and along with uh, goals for where you want to go. And it kind of walks you through a step-by-step -step process that will, um, it, it's not overwhelming, that will kind of guide you through each step of reflection to actual um, action-oriented 
results. So things that you can walk away with that day um, and implement into your own career journey, whether that is, um, you know, if you're in an active job search at the moment and you, and you need to go out and, and apply for some jobs, or if you're just in a career growth um, mindset where you just want to grow or progress or get promoted, um, it offers steps even for related to that. If you're pivoting, that's, you know, Mission Collaborative actually started with career changers. And, and so they have a great segment um, for pivoters and people that might be able to be trying to transition from one career to another and steps that they can take to make that happen. It's a tremendous resource, another of the long line of career services offerings we have for our Orange alumni. It's missioncollaborative.com backslash Syracuse Fellowship. The program starts on February 16th. I believe, Jenna, the deadline to register is the 1st of February? February 1st or 2nd is the deadline. Um, the early bird discount is only good through the end of January. So make sure you do sign up early. Um, and it, there is a limited number of seats. So um, if you don't, if you want to make sure you get a seat and it doesn't fill up without you in it, uh, make sure to sign up early as well. Um, hopefully you'll see it throughout so our social channels and emails as well. I want to hit on another of the awesome features that you have been rolling out with our career services resources, and it's our alumni career coaches. Each month, there's going to be one Syracuse featured career coach uh, who's offering up exclusive one-on-one opportunities to the Orange Network. We're going to hear from that coach uh, for this month, Russ Terry, who earned his graduate degree in 2000. We'll be hearing from him on the second half of the podcast, but summarize a little bit why this was a feature you wanted to roll out to our alumni and what they can expect, because I think the career coach phrase is so vague and nebulous. It can encompass so many aspects. Absolutely. Um, it is very broad. And, and even for an, an individual coming seeking coaching, it's very broad on what their expectations are. Um, so the reason we're, we're rolling this out is because of scalability. Again, when I'm booking up appointments um, on my own calendar weeks, weeks out, that's not really beneficial to alumni that might need support sooner. Um, so we, we have some great career coaches in the alumni network that, are, that have offered up to be a re- part of our referral program. They're offering free con- consultation and initial uh, appointments with fellow alums. Um, Each month there will be a feature, but just the uh, running list of coaches hopefully will be up on our website very soon. So you can always go in and pick someone that better fits your needs. We're creating a diverse portfolio of alumni experts um, so that if you're looking for something Um, that is more at an executive level. Um, We have a coach that specializes in that. If you're um, looking for more leadership development, we have a coach that specializes in that. If you're looking for more of that holistic life coaching, Russ Terry, he's a great one for that as well. So they all have different specialties and bring something unique to the table um, and are certified, have their own coaching businesses and have been doing it for some amount of time, some very long, some more recent, um, but they offer very similar services that to what one would get in a one-on-one appointment with me. They just happen to have maybe a different specialty. Um, and then they're, they're also from the uh, Orange Network, the Alumni Network, someone great that can relate to you from that front as well. If you want to get a recap, again, go to our, our main career services resource. It's alumni.syr.edu backslash career. You can learn about professional guidance for your career from career counseling and the Hire Orange job board to upcoming career events that are virtual and one day in person uh, near you, along with the great alumni webinar series uh, that Jenna has done throughout the whole tenure in the Office of Alumni Engagement. Jenna, it's great catching up with you, and I really appreciate all you're doing for our Syracuse University alumni. Thanks, John. Thanks for having me. And now, switching gears on this career services-themed episode of the Alumni Podcast. 
we are bringing to you a seasoned career coach named Russ Terry, who is well-versed in this ever-evolving landscape of career services, a broadcast journalism major who earned a master's degree in 2000 from Newhouse. Russ has expertise in enhancing and building your networking skills, in transitioning careers, in building up your LinkedIn presence, and discussing strategies for you to take your career to the next level, whether you're an entry-level person or someone who's been in a job for 30-plus years. Russ has great expertise on how you can help shape your career services journey, which, again, career services is one of the greatest offerings we can put out there for our alumni with the Syracuse University Alumni Association. Russ, thank you so much for making the time to join us here. And I know that that title career coach can be kind of nebulous how do you fancy yourself when it comes to the services you offer for people that come calling? Yeah, so certainly for the career coaching side of my business, and thanks, John, for having me on the podcast today, is um, career help can be people that want to get a new job, um, people that want to get a new career, um, people that want to move up in their current job, it can be people who know what they want but are having trouble making it happen or people who don't know what they want and need some help figuring out first what it is that they want to do because they don't know they're passionate what they're passionate about. Um, so I help them in that way. For me, I'm lucky that I wanted to be a sports journalist ever since I was a little kid. So the decision to go to Newhouse and major in broadcast journalism at the time before it was broadcast and digital and get a job as a sports anchor and reporter at a TV station after I graduated, that was, I was laser focused on that goal. And I'm very grateful that I was able to go out and make it happen and work in my dream job for five and a half years. Um, but not everybody has that clarity. So if people have that clarity, then I help them make it happen. If they don't have that clarity, I help them get that clarity. No one expected this pandemic to hit when it did. And it's caused all sorts of chaos and disrupted our day-to-day -day lives. And especially for those alumni who are listening who either have lost their jobs, have had their wages garnished, have had furloughs they've gone through. It can be a very scary time. What do you start with, I guess? Let's say someone comes into you and say, Russ, I lost my job. I've got a family. I've got kids to support. I'm really nervous. I'm really scared. What do you say to them to try to pick them up off the ground? Well, first, I would acknowledge and validate the emotions that they're experiencing, um, that it's natural to be upset in this situation. Um, most people who uh, are going through or went through something that you are experiencing now would feel the same negative emotions, you know, scared, stressed, um, worried, etc. Um, so that piece is important, you know, not just the nuts and bolts tackling of what to do from a career standpoint, but also the life coaching piece of coaching and making sure that they're healthy mentally as they navigate this because that's an important piece of this and then once they are ready then start to shift the discussion to what it is they're trying to do career-wise um, asking them some questions around that giving them some advice around that etc and hopefully by the end of our discussion they number one would have some aha moments um, number two, they will feel better about their situation. Um, and number three, they'll have 
tangible, tactical to-do items to work on between our first discussion and the next session. It's really wise, Russ, to take that holistic approach. I think we in this country identify ourselves so thoroughly with what we do for a living and what our employment happens to be. And so it can be naturally shattering when you go from having a job. There's a stigma that's associated with if you've lost your position, if you've been laid off or furloughed, there can be tendencies to really have a negative uh, view of yourself and inclination. And that clearly can impact you on a job search. If you're feeling negative, if you're feeling down, it's hard for someone to buy in to the confidence of yourself if you don't have confidence in yourself. And it really seems like you're stressing also the confident part of this where people need to believe in themselves. Yes, and I will say that the majority of people in their lifetime will become job free, as I like to say, at least once. And it's no judgment of you if it happens to you. And it's a reflection of how companies work how society works. So if it happens to you, try not to be too down about it. It's understandable if you're experiencing negative emotions, but um, it's not looked upon as poorly as you might think. What are some strategies you try to tell alumni when it comes to assessing their worth, their skills, and where they might be able to go with that next career, that next job? Trying to look for or looking for the parts of the business world that are still going strong or maybe even are growing and figuring out, okay, what are my transferable skills? And one of my biggest keys to success as an entrepreneur, and I recommend this to others, is going where the momentum is and away from where the momentum isn't. You're right, there are some that are growing and there's some opportunities that can be forged out of these you know, dark times. So where, where are there some opportunities for alumni that might be looking for a career change? Well, it's funny that you say that because um, there was an article of the 12 fastest growing jobs so far in 2020. It's one of those things that helping others is important now more than ever. So there were... Uh, jobs in coding, technology, data analytics, things like that. There were also a lot of jobs in healthcare, um, whether in a hospital type system or home health aid, um, obviously life coach, as I mentioned. So um, I think trying to do the research um, on, you know, fastest growing careers and stuff like that, that can help people see in black and white where it might make sense to pivot to um, based on what they're interested in and what their background is. How do you go from being someone who works, you know, I, I'm checking out your LinkedIn page and for anyone who's available, Russ Terry on LinkedIn, you can search his great tips. He's someone who really leads by example with his LinkedIn page. And you go from being an aspiring Bob Costas, Mike Tirico, you know, famous sports broadcaster here at Syracuse, who worked uh, in Jamestown at the Spectrum as a sports anchor reporter for more than five years. You say you fulfill your lifelong dream of being a sports broadcast journalist. What led to the change from sports casting to getting into life and career coach? 
So uh, the order of my careers is CPA first. That was four and a half years. Uh, and then I did a year and a half in HR briefly before Syracuse, but it was mostly my applying to grad school and deciding and making money piece. Uh, and then I went to Syracuse and then worked in TV for five and a half years. And then, as you probably know, as a fellow major in the field, it's a super competitive industry. So even though I was so lucky to get a job that I started one week after graduating, I never got that next job despite applying to 75 or 100 different stations along those four and a half to five years where I was applying. So eventually for me, I was like, okay, I've had a great run. Um, but I'm ready to be back in New York City and live a fun New York City life um, that I had wanted. Um, so I stepped away from it and went back to my old job at PwC, which is where I was a CPA, where I was an HR uh, manager. And luckily for me, they took me back virtually right away with open arms. Um, so I worked there another six to six and a half years. And um, at the end of that tenure, and this is my example of becoming job free, um, the person I was working for as a senior manager, and mind you, I had been with PwC all the way from intern, associate, senior associate, manager, senior manager now. The person I was working for as a senior manager, we just didn't get along super well, didn't see eye to eye. So I got a bad performance review uh, on 11 11 11, November 11th, 2011. And uh, basically was at a crossroads trying to figure out what to do next. And I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, but I knew I didn't want to go backwards in my career and just be a regular HR manager again, because I had already been there, done that for probably about six to seven years. So as I was being very open and talking to people about my situation, two different PwC friends who didn't know each other both said to me within two or three weeks of each other, have you ever thought about becoming a coach? I think you'd be really great at it. So when the second person said something, I was like, oh my God, uh, God, I'm listening. Um, so I started looking into it and I liked what I heard and I spoke to people that had done it or were in the process of becoming a coach. Um, I still looked for jobs, but not like my life depended on it. And eventually I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to go for it. So um, my last day at PwC after 12 and a half years in total and two tenures uh, was March 15th, 2012. And I started a life coach training program literally the next morning, March 16th. And by lunchtime that day, I was like, oh my God, this is what I was born to do. And by the end of that first three-day weekend, I went up to the lead instructor and I was like, I'm ready to start having paying clients. And she was like, I think you are too, Russ, go for it. And yeah, I got my first paying client three weeks later. Within a month and a half, I had eight clients and my business has continued to grow since then. And I'm now at the eight and a half year mark. And these last four to five years, it's been a consistent six figure business and more of the same this year, despite the pandemic, which, you know, hey, there's a global pandemic happening and I still have a thriving business, which as you can imagine, I'm super duper grateful for. What was it, Russ, about being a life coach and a career coach that really resonated with you? It's really, really rewarding. 
somebody that I worked with recently was trying to get promoted at her job. Um, and I helped give her the confidence back to the confidence piece um, to do it and help her. I taught her some of the skills and help her realize the skills she already has. And she messaged me last week to say, Hey, Russ, I got promoted. I'm so excited. I never could have done it without you. That way to go through life is so amazing because I give back, I see the results, um, but I win too. Uh, she wins and I win. Everybody wins. So it, it really seems like Russ, you know, you, you invest yourself in the people that you are coaching and their wins are your wins and their failures or shortcomings. You, I'm sure you take it hard if someone doesn't get the outcome they're looking for out of one of your services. For me, my philosophy as a coach is to be their accountability partner and biggest cheerleader as they navigate this process. So I personally am happy to stay engaged with them because I think that helps them keep up their progress and momentum and mindset as they navigate this. What role did Syracuse play so far in your life and in your current career? Yeah, I mean, certainly, number one, first and foremost, it's the top broadcast journalism school in the country. So it helped me go from, you know, nerdy CPA at Big Four accounting firm to TV reporter. And like I said, I got a job and started a week after graduating. I mean, that in and of itself is a great success story that I'm super proud of and that I'm happy to share. And all of those skills that I learned at Newhouse are helping me deliver content these days. So uh, I'm very, very happy with how my life has worked out. And I'm super grateful to our awesome alma mater for being a big part in making that happen. In good times and in bad, you can reach out to Russ Terry uh, for his, his catchphrase. I love it. Helping you navigate the fork in your road. You can go to RussTerryLifeCoach.com. Russ, it's been a pleasure telling your Orange Success story here on the Q's Conversations podcast. Be safe, be well, and keep up the great work. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, John. I'm grateful to you for um, reaching out and allowing me this opportunity to share my story and go Orange. Thanks for checking out the latest installment of the Cuse Conversations podcast. You can find our podcast on all of your major podcasting platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. You can also find our podcast at alumni.syr.edu slash Conversations and anchor.fm slash Conversations. My name is John Boccasino signing off for the Cuse Conversations podcast. 